Hi, everybody. Uh, this it doesn't is work the very Simpsons well. Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. I've got all these wonderful celebrities, and that can never go wrong. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to... Yeah. We're going to... We'll talk. We'll talk about some... We'll talk about celebrities. We are brought to you... Mm, yes, we will. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show uh, for only $2 a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content and help us keep the lights on. We do appreciate all of our patrons. On to this week's episode. It is When You Dish Upon a Star, episode 5F19. Originally aired November 8th, 1998. Written by Richard Apple. This is his last episode that he wrote for The Simpsons. Uh, directed by Pete Michaels. Um, both, both like uh, I alluded to, both veterans have, have written and directed multiple Simpsons episodes. Uh, finished thirty second in the in the ratings. Uh, Nielsen rating of nine point two. I don't have uh, how well the, they did in comparison to Fox shows. I'll assume third again behind a, a baseball game <laughs> you know, and Alec and Alec McBeal. That's my guess. Uh, the chalkboard gag, but dot but is not my email address. <laughs> That's not even the right format for. You could be Bart at but dot but. Uh, that that could be your email address. Uh, originally, it was but dot com in the very first, only in the very first showing, and then I I don't know why they didn't think to check. But hey, guys, even in 1998, there was a but dot com, and guess what? It showed. But buts, yeah, it was like yeah, obviously it's a real site. Come on. Uh, the couch gag, uh, Marge carries a laundry basket, hangs wet sheet versions of Homer, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie on a clothesline in the living room. Kind of a little disconcerting. Just a little? Yeah, I just, a, it's a little, it felt like kind of like a, it felt like a horror movie. It felt like a tree that's a horror thing where like there she's hanging. Like, like, who's wearing the Simpsons skins? Yeah, that's a, it's not bad, but it's just, it's very strange. Uh, episode guest stars. Alec Baldwin, Kim Basinger, Ron Howard, and Brian Grazer as themselves. Who is Brian Grazer? He is a very famous producer who's worked with Ron Howard a lot. Oh, gotcha. So at the end there when they're talking. Yeah, that's the that's Brian Grazer. Oh. He's 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 him and Ron Howard work together a lot. Basically anytime Ron Howard is directing a film, it's probably Brian Grazer producing it. Um gotcha. they have a, a long list of films and a lot of Oscars and, and, and awards and stuff. He's very, very, very successful. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll talk much about uh, those those celebrities. Uh, <laughs> as the as the episode begins, we have Homer in a dream as Yogi Bear. Hey, Park Park. Looks like a beautiful day to swipe some picnic baskets. But homie, Ranger Ned's not going to like that. I'll handle Ranger Ned. After all, I'm smarter than the average bear. Well, hello there, ho diddly -omi. Well, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to hand over that picture. Gee, ah! homie, it's not very nice to maul Ranger Ned. You want some of this? Uh. Ah! 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 Dad, Dad, wake, wake up, up, wake up! Oh, I was having the most wonderful dream. I had a hat and a tie with no pants on. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you promised to take us to the lake. I promise you kids lots of things. That's what makes me such a good father. Actually, keeping promises would make you a good father. No, that would make me a great father. So are we going to the lake or what? Yes, we'll go to the darn lake. Now go back to bed. It's 4 a.m. Oh, 4 a.m.? No, I'll never get back to... 
Magella, Gorilla, Gorilla for sale. Hey, you should not want to take my banana, Mr. Peebles. <laughs> Homer is big on dreaming of mauling people, apparently. I, I, yeah, even if he's a cartoon animal, he has to be. <laughs> Yeah. I, I I do like the, the 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 turn of I had a I had a great dream I was wearing a hat and a tie and no pants. Not <laughs> uh, I I don't know about that. I would much rather wear pants than a tie. But you know you do you Homer. I I you know it's it's a it's part of a dream. It's not real, so you can indulge in you know very strange things. I suppose the mauling of <laughs> mauling of Ned. Um, they go to the they they go to the lake. Of course, they go there after they sleep in, which. Bart points out they it's it's very crowded. Everyone's going to the lake, which Lake Springfield. Which have we seen Lake Springfield before? I'm not sure that we have. I think it's the first time, probably. Uh, so they are backed up in traffic. Homer takes a shortcut through a cornfield. Shortcut, yes, that's what we'll call this. I mean, he the car makes it, so I I can't. And they end up at the lake. And it, I well, they they end up kind of behind the lake. I guess they make it there eventually. They get there, but they on the way they cross. They're on a secluded area, which Homer calls uh, hillbillies. But it's a bunch <laughs> of, course, of definitely hillbillies. A bunch of mansions and gated uh, gated uh, giant houses with you know jacuzzis and humvees up front. Definitely hillbillies. It's like modern day Montana. I mean, there's a lot of places. It's not only Montana. There's lots of places where. You just drive out of town and suddenly there's these giant houses and you're like, what? Why are there big? Oh, right. Because people, when they're rich, they don't have to be near other people. Yeah. Um, and I and that's kind of seeding. Hey, rich people street. Like, it's there. Remember? Remember that? For later in the episode. So Homer parks on the beach on top of Ned, who is buried in the sand. Poor Ned. He, he gets abused a lot, but at least he finds his muffler. That's true. Homer does have his muffler. Uh, and and the rest of this is very physical comedy. Like, and this whole episode is a lot of physical comedy. It's a lot of slapstick, uh, for the most part. So we it's get basically Homer lying a lot and slapstick. Yeah, Homer being a jerk and Homer doing not even Homer, but a lot of physical gags, a lot of physical bits. I don't know. Like calling them bits or gags would imply that they're funny, and sometimes they are. <laughs> Sometimes they're not as, not as funny, um, but we, they get a boat. Uh, Homer alludes that he's going to be drinking and driving on the boat, so that's great. Uh, uh, they 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 have a you know lake adventures. Uh, they go water skiing and parasailing. Uh, Lisa's experience is exactly my experience with water skiing. You're up and you're down. Exactly, like one moment it just it just and then Homer almost kills his own daughter with a boat propeller. Also great. Uh, Homer is parasailing and wants Marge to go and go like they have a whole bit about how he's too heavy to get off the ground uh, with him running through a bunch of people on the on the shore, having watermelon on his feet, uh, getting stuck on her water. Eventually, Marge gets enough speed going to get him up in the air. It burns out the engine and the engine catches on like fire it like it does. Well, I mean, I I Homer doesn't. Okay, I can, we can't even get started on uh, like the ridiculousness of this gag because it's not like Homer is that heavy, but to make it so that he can't fly up in the air. But parasailers, there's much heavier people who parasail. Regardless, and they do it in groups, so it's like, come on, you guys. I uh, whatever. I we start picking here. It's gonna we're gonna take all day. Burns through the rope, so he floats away. He's high up in the air. 
uh, floating. If he was so heavy, wouldn't he immediately just fall back down and into the water? Matt, again, we can't. Okay, keep moving. <laughs> we're when we start Fine. talking, we start talking about Alec Baldwin. It's gonna we're gonna have to move past all this. And like that's the thing. The, like this first act is a very much like it feels very much like it could be the start to any episode. Like yeah. all it depends is where Homer lands. Like Homer could land in anything from the lake. Homer lands at Cletus's house. Yeah, Homer yeah. lands at Bose. Yeah, exactly. And then that's the that's the that's the thing that this episode's gonna be about. And, it, and I feel like the lakeside stuff is fine for that. Like, I feel like it's okay. It has some good gags. It has, it's all physical stuff for the most part, but I still think it's fine. Uh, so he's flying through the air over trees and, and parkland, I suppose. And then what happened? The parachute gets caught on a tree or something, or it, I, I forget exactly what happens, but he loses his parachute. They We have the Looney Tunes-esque of him being st- continuing the air for a couple seconds before falling. Uh, and then he crash lands through one of those rich people's houses. Ah! What the hell? Sorry, lady. <gasps> I know you! You're Kim Bassinger! It's Basinger. Oh my god, I'm such a huge, huge fan of yours, Miss Bassinger! Thanks. Um, listen, you think you could slide over a little? Well, I am a married man. You're crushing my husband. Ah! Uh, uh. <gasps> Billy Baldwin! I'm Alec Baldwin. Could you get off me? So, what are you two kids doing in my neck of the woods? Well... Wait! Tell me over breakfast. Who's for pancakes? So, we, uh... Was Alec Baldwin ever likable enough to be married? Because I can't imagine anyone standing him long enough to marry him these days. Uh, he was... He divorced Kim Basinger in 2002, and he was remarried in 2012 to a different person who is not Kim Basinger. Who's not Kim Basinger. Uh, so... We are introduced to them. We are introduced to the idea that they are here. And Homer lands on top of them. He falls through the skylight on literally landing on Alec Baldwin. And then is in bed with him. And his first question is if they would like pancakes with him. Well, I mean, if I meet strangers, I try to take them out for pancakes immediately. To be fair, it's usually donuts, but pancakes are good too. I mean, any, any kind of uh, carby breakfast uh, meal. Exactly. Get them a little logy. Yeah, exactly. They're like oh, a little slow. They're like, hmm, I could use a nap. Um, we go to commercial. And when we come back, uh, Homer is uh, basically explaining what the heck is going on to uh, Alec and Kim. And uh, they're basically making sure that he's all right. And then asking, you know, he finds out from them essentially what's going on. Are you sure you don't want to go to the hospital, Mr. Simpson? You had an awful lot of glass in you. Oh, I don't want to be a bother. Anyway, what are you two big Hollywood stars doing in good old Springfield? Sometimes we need to get away from Hollywood. Ellie is just so phony. Well, why didn't you just move to, say, Bethesda? Not phony enough. What we really like here is the privacy. And most people don't even know where Springfield is. Yeah, tell you the truth, I'm not even sure. We're trying to keep a low profile. We don't even go to the supermarket. Yeah, we've been living off congratulatory muffin baskets. Blech. Zucchini. Don't just put that back in the basket. I'm going to eat it later. So, yes, uh, apparently one can live off of muffins. Uh, Matt. What? I Why? Why what? Why this? Why this? Oh, well, uh, because we have done something horrible in a past life and <laughs> now have to atone for it by watching this episode. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to harp on it for too much because it's just going to end us half hour of us ranting and raving about this. Uh, 
when you think about celebrity in The Simpsons, celebrity guest appearances on The Simpsons, especially as celebrities appearing as themselves, they are always treated as the other, right? Right. Yes, they they are treated as as something outside that you don't get to hang out with, which I think is what this episode is kind of trying to do is modify that to say, hey, yes, this is Homer trying to be part of them. Uh, it just doesn't work very well. Yeah, it it it, it feels I feels like there could there's like a there's something in there that if you did it right, it could work. You could talk and like I feel like they've kind of done it already multiple times with Homer pitting in with the like when he goes in Hullabalooza, when he is a com- like when Krusty is a com- like they do it a lot with Krusty. Krusty is usually their kind of their their the window, the portrait, the stand in for yeah, celebrity, the way to get into celebrity, like the Krusty comeback special, like the, you know, Krusty gets canceled. That is that episode. I think is the first episode I think of. It is talking about Krusty being this big celebrity again, driven down into nothing. And then coming back with his big special with all these celebrities appearing as themselves, but they do it as part of appearing on this entertainment show for Krusty. And you get, and it's very short. Yeah. They have short appearances. And most of the time when celebrities do appear as themselves, it is very short. It is rarely that, like, usually when when uh, celebrities appear as other, you know, new guest characters, like Springfieldians or something, they might get more time. Sometimes a lot of time, like Hank Scorpio, um, or any of Albert Brooks's characters, frankly, um, which we all love. And in Kelsey Grammer, like of Sideshow, Sideshow Bob, that's another reoccurring guest character. Kelsey Grammer is a very famous celebrity. But... When they appear as themselves, it's usually short, and it has a very specific purpose. And usually, they, the Simpsons writers are not merciful about them. They, <laughs> yes. they're, they're pretty, like pretty brutal about what they do with, or they don't hold back at all. Like you think of like even Homer at the Bat, all those baseball players. All of them get put through the ringer. They, you know, Roger Clemens is clucking. Don Mattingly has to shave his head. Uh, they, they, Steve Sachs goes to prison. Like, it's all very, like, they don't treat celebrity like they're celebrities. And I feel like maybe that's part of the point of this is they're trying to like, Hey, look at these people, how famous they are. But what, where, what's the joke about Homer saying move to Bethesda? Like that's, uh, th- that's what I can't get. I can't get what their angle is on this. Besides Homer really wants to be famous. That's the joke of this episode. I, I, as like, far as I can tell, it just feels okay. Homer doesn't make a like Bethesda, Maryland. Yeah, I get it. Not snooty enough. Cool. Homer doesn't make that joke. Um, I don't, what's the, the joke about like, it feels so soft. It feels so easy. Like muffins from congratulatory baskets who like, if you're making a joke about, oh, these people, people's lives are so disconnected from ours. Okay. that There's a better joke to do that. <laughs> yeah, there's better ways to do it. Um, and hmm, it, like, I, I, I can't even, I, I feel like trying to break down, like, how unrealistic this episode is, is, like, a fool's errand. Because, of course, every step along the way, it's completely unrealistic. Like, it is totally not grounded and feels like a Simpsons universe. Like... Think back to, um, uh, what's the name of the episode with uh, Leon Kampowski? Um, Stark Raving Dad. Stark Raving Dad. I knew Dad was in there somewhere. Like, <laughs> when you think about the setup for that episode, it is, oh man, Homer has met what he thinks is Michael Jackson, because he doesn't know celebrity. 
and he calls Bart, and Bart's like, "Yeah, Michael Jackson and Homer, and Homer somehow Homer made friends with him." And then it Michael Jackson shows up, and it's this big fat white guy named Leon. Actually, he's named Leon Kapowski, and like the whole that whole bit is that Homer is so out of touch, and how celebrities don't really like this is it like I that plays with the idea of celebrity. There's a lot of episodes that do it very well. They have all these guest characters, and this doesn't. Yeah. No, because it's like in most of the episodes, uh, celebrities are shown as out of touch. In this one, uh, you know, uh, Alec Baldwin, Kim Basinger, Ron Howard, they're not really shown as out of touch as just trying to basically hide. But there's not a whole lot of humor that is, uh, you know, gotten from that. Like there aren't a whole lot of jokes about they're trying to hide out. They just the jokes are all about Homer, uh, you know, trying to, wanting to be famous and doing stupid things. Like if you, if you had, uh, you know, the, the celebrities doing silly things to try and not be known that would be funny that would be interesting but instead it's it's all about homer wanting to be famous and you don't need celebrities to do that you can do that without them so they feel completely superfluous to the actual plot well the whole i mean uh i forget what season uh it is in but homer's perfect game exactly that is that is another kind of homer and fame thing but that also doesn't have real celebrities in it um so what happens? Ron Howard isn't there. Ron, yeah. What happens, man? Well, uh, Homer offers to be their assistant because obviously the celebrities can't go out anywhere because then they'd be mobbed because people would know where they live. And you know regular people, they can't handle celebrities. Or maybe in a town like Springfield, that's actually true, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so Homer says he can be their assistant. He can do all their, you know, stupid, crappy chores. Uh, so they eventually agree, but they impress upon him the importance of secrecy. He cannot tell anybody uh, and Homer seems to get this, I guess. Uh, we also at this point find out that Homer cannot read. Uh, he only apparently recognized the Gersh agency logo from the muffin basket again uh, and did not actually read it. Yes. I, yeah. I don't want to like, he literally reads in the next scene from well, yeah. a, he reads off of a piece of paper. He put, he puts glasses on to read. So, you know, <laughs> and obviously also, he can read. it's just the Gersh. Why does Homer like suddenly know who the Gersh industry, the Gersh uh, agency is agency is, you know, Homer knows the weirdest. Homer knows wasn't funny for him to know. And in this case, that actually is well, kind of funny, I guess. I, I mean, that's not, I don't think that's necessarily always, I think that's a complaint about the later worse episodes is that, characters just make jokes because they have jokes written and they don't necessarily feel appropriate for the character and exactly. this is and this is like all this is that this is that and this is the entire episode to me for homer when it that's what it comes down to more than the celebrity more than the dumb slapstick stuff at the end it is homer being just homer being captain wacky as said in the 138th episode spectacular <laughs> homer being poochy that's true yeah, his his motivations are kind of there, but the, a lot of times they just don't make a whole lot of sense. So it's like, why would you bother kind of thing? So I don't know. It's just at best, it's a little weird. Homer can't read. Uh, anyway, Matt, here, 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 play a clip of Homer reading. OK, uh, coming up next, Homer goes to Apu to get all the crazy things that the celebrities need that normal people don't. Ha ha ha. Apu, I'm about to purchase some weird and fruity items and I don't want any guff. First of all, I'll need the following mushrooms. Portobello. Yes. Porcini. Right. Chanterelle. Uh-huh. And shiitake. Okay, we have none of those. What is next? A gallon of wheatgrass juice, a five-pound wad of tofu, some jellied zinc, and a couple of pairs of $600 sunglasses. Mr. Simpson, these exotic items are suspiciously different from your usual order of beer and pork. What gives? 
nothing, nothing. I'm just broadening my horizons. Uh, by the way, do you have extra white bumper stickers for a Humvee? So, yes, as Robbie said, we see Homer read because he puts on glasses and reads from a list. And all of those mushrooms, uh, I don't know if it's because he's fishing at the Quickie Mart or because the selection in grocery stores has grown, but I can go to any grocery store and get those mushrooms now. I mean, in Canada, is it still the same? Could, could you possibly get those from a grocery store? Yes, I, th- I, I, I don't know. I don't like mushrooms, so I don't really often look for them. But yes, Well, because you're a sane person. <laughs> mushrooms are disgusting. They are fungus. You should not eat fungus. Uh, we have we have special medications called antifungal medications because <laughs> fungus are bad and you're not supposed to eat them. I like the flavor Sheesh. of mushroom. I don't like the texture of it. That's where I come no from. Like I like it. I like the like in a soup or a sauce. I'm totally cool with mushroom flavor. I just don't like mushroom texture. Like the the the, the, the their weird sponginesses. Uh, I don't like it that much. But I don't know. I I guess I think we are supposed to. This is another attempt by them to like, hey, look, celebrities like things like wheatgrass and mushrooms. I'm like, no uh, one likes wheatgrass. <laughs> no, I mean they. Less than a lawnmower. I I I don't want that. Sounds. I guess Awful. that's pro- that's the best thing that comes out of this episode. I think that and Ron Howard is the this <laughs> the lawnmower, wheatgrass and vodka. But uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it is I think supposed to like, hey, look, celebrities have very weird tastes, right? They like more than one kind of mushroom. Yeah, and they like wheatgrass juice because they're all healthy and tofu. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, that is. It feels that's very when when Whole Foods and like those kinds of places exist and are kind of easy to like. Maybe that joke worked better in 1998 than it does in 2018. It's it's just you know we we are kind of like oh yeah it's okay to like like I don't know I feel like being a quote unquote foodie is more. I don't know. Some people are very still very snobby about people who are like, hey, I like weird, like I like food that's has mu- a lot of weird mushrooms in it, or I like wheatgrass. Like, eh, it's, I think it's, I think it's fine for the most part. I don't know. It just it doesn't make me feel like oh, these celebrities are so special. It just makes me go, Homer's an idiot. He goes to poo <laughs> to buy. I, I, he doesn't go to a grocery store to buy groceries. He goes to the Quickie Mart. Well, which... that's, the, that's the thing is the Simpsons never, except for the fu- the few episodes where it's funny because they can't go to the Quickie Mart. That's where they do all of their shopping. So yeah, and uh, mm, mm. plus, is this the first shopping he's doing for them? All right, the celebrities have tasked me with doing all of their shopping. I'm going to go straight away to the Quickie Mart to get mushrooms and wheatgrass juice. I don't I don't know. It doesn't we can't just continue on that. We can't stay here forever. Okay. All right, all right. Moving on, moving on. Uh back with the celebrities. Uh Homer got everything they requested, even the Oscar polish, which I guess has its own special polish. Oh man. Yeah, that that Oscar joke couldn't that feels like the that feels like a joke that they make about like that's a crusty like crusty uh where he talks about like uh unrelatable like he talks about oh yeah when your 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 butler doesn't wash your spats or whatever yeah exactly that feels like that and it's just like this is but this is not written like hey we're supposed to be laughing at crusty this is feels like we're supposed to be laughing at alec baldwin because he doesn't have an because he doesn't have an oscar who doesn't have an oscar come on (laughs) Uh, 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 isn't that relatable humor we can't. Yeah, that, that sucker. Alec, Alec Baldwin doesn't have an Oscar. Anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of wacky celebrities, Ron Howard stops by because they could get Ron Howard, and he's funny. I mean, I say about 
Alec Baldwin and, and Kim Basinger's involvement in this episode. I'm I think Ron Howard is like the only person in this whole episode that has any ounce of charm. The only oh, person. Definitely, definitely. The, I don't know. Maybe it's just because the goodwill. He, like it reminds me of the joke uh, of Tom Hanks in the Simpsons movie. Where, you know, he's like, yeah, the, he's lending them credibility. <laughs> yeah, I'm lending you credibility because everyone likes me. And I think that's like that is Ron Howard. And this is just very much like, hey, I've been in lots of shows and I've directed a lot of movies and everyone kind of universally likes me. Uh, here I am. I'm charming when Homer, Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin, who are the three I they get so much time in this episode and no one else gets like Rod Howard's a distant fourth. I would guess the family is basically forgotten after the first act. Uh, Ron Howard's the only one who's just like, Hey, I'm likable. Hey, did you guys know this is wacky? I'm going to make comments about how wacky it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Anyway, uh, this is where we were actually introduced to the lawnmower, uh, where uh, Ron Howard asks to stay the night, so Homer offers him uh, vodka and wheatgrass juice, uh, because that's a thing you could put in your mouth if you really hated yourself. (laughs) You know know how vodka tastes like gasoline? Yes, yes I do! The best part of, the best way to help with that is to make, throw some lawn clippings in there. So it smells like your lawnmower broke down on the front lawn and you just ate what was underneath it. Mm-hmm. I would drink a lawnmower. We should we should drink some lawnmowers, Matt. Oh, God. That, that, that'll that be our, our trivia bet for this year. <laughs> the loser has to drink lawnmowers. Oh, oh no. We've said it, Matt. It... I said that should be. I didn't say it will be, but I said it should be. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, now it's in the discussion. Yeah, it's at least, uh, you know, the possibility. What if I lose, Robbie? I'll have to drink alcohol. It'll be the worst. It'll be fine. (laughs) Anyway, it'll be fine. Uh, So uh, at at this point, we actually see the family again. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Marge is doing laundry and finds uh, some some weird stuff in Homer's pockets. And uh, Homer does a terrible job of covering up for it. A cell phone? Last Thursday's variety? (gasps) I'll do that. You go upstairs and have a beer. Homer, when did you become a member of PETA? Well, you know me. I love animals. Beef, chicken, veal. If you're not part of the solution, Marge, you're part of the problem. But that's not what PETA stands Imagine Films. Hmm? A uh, division of um, Homer Co. Yes, a division of Homer Co. I also like the very thought that Homer would be a member of PETA. That's just... That's darling. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't, I, like, and that's everything. I was just like, look, Homer wants to be a celebrity, but he doesn't know. Actually, he's not actually he's not of these people. But I, I don't it doesn't feel like they they understand. Like, I don't I don't know what it is. Like, it just doesn't click. It, it feels no. like it, it. I understand what they're going for. And I feel like that could be something. And it, they have and will again, Homer dealing with fame and celebrity and being known and popular like that is a a, a a thing of simpsons do a lot it's just this doesn't it just it makes homer the bad guy against two celebrities like the heroes of this story are kim basinger and alec baldwin and homer is yeah. a bad the bad the bad weird stalker guy like that's what he is in this episode it's, it doesn't understand I, hmm. <laughs> it's okay, Robbie. We're all very confused in this episode and what they were going for. I, 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 I don't know. I was I, this episode has a reputation, 
And I was hoping that maybe I'd rewatch it and I'd go, oh, it's not so bad. But you were wrong. I was I was wrong. <laughs> it's it's not so very very it's wrong. Not it's not good. No, no, it, it is in fact very bad. <laughs> um, but moving on, uh, after this, uh, we see Homer again with the celebrities. Uh, he is shouting slogans at Kim Basinger while she works out because that's that's what you do as a friend. Uh, he, he's basically giving her the worst workout advice possible because oh, Homer. He doesn't know how celebrities work out. That's more of that, you know, great humor that we've uh, we've gotten to uh, in this episode. Uh, and uh, I guess this whole scene is supposed to be all about how uh, Homer is just hanging out with them for no particular reason, and then introduces his screenplay because, of course, Homer has a screenplay. Um, does anybody know where this came from? Oh, there's that movie script I wrote. Where did you find it? On my pillow. The important thing is, it's got the perfect part for you. Either one of you. It's about a killer robot driving instructor who travels back in time for some reason. Ron Howard's attached to direct. I am not. Well, he expressed an interest. No, I didn't. Did too. I did not. You lie. Yeah, Homer, Um, most movie scripts are 120 pages. This is only 17 and several of the pages are just drawings of the time machine. So you're saying you don't want to star in my movie? I'm sorry, Homer. Well, if Alec is out, I'm out too. You're on your own, Potsy. The Terminizer, an erotic thriller? I don't know. That sounds like a pretty good movie to me. What do you say, Robbie? Are you looking up to see whether it's an actual movie? No, I'm just, I'm just holding back. Like, I want to spend the entire time just being mean. So I'm not saying anything. All right. We'll move along then. We'll get to the end and then we'll be mean all at once. We'll collect all the meanness into one quick uh, one quick jab at the end. Uh, so Homer's screenplay is, is terrible, as we figured out. Um, we then cut to a scene where Homer is at Moe's, and he's finding it very difficult to not tell anyone about the celebrities because Homer wants to be famous, and one of the best ways to be famous is to know other famous people. I mean, there are several celebrities now who've their entire careers are that it's not that they're famous. It's that they know famous people and therefore they become famous. Uh, so Homer is at Moe's and, uh, they're talking about, uh, I believe it's Lenny talking about how he ran into Kent Brockman and everyone's like, Whoa, Kent Brockman, he's a celebrity, uh, which, you know, that's accurate. He is a local celebrity. Uh, that is fine. Uh, but instead, uh, Homer is basically trying to hold in the fact that he knows a much bigger celebrity, uh, because somehow that adds to his self-worth, uh, which I, I guess is one of the points of this episode, is Homer you know, retains some sort of self-worth from knowing celebrities rather than being one. Uh, and eventually, he finally cracks and basically tells them, hey, you guys got to be much better at keeping the secret than I was. And, of course, no one is good at keeping secrets. This is why grand conspiracies are not a thing. As soon as you have more than two people who know a secret, it's not a secret anymore. Everyone will soon know. That's why I know what you did last summer didn't work out very well. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's the movie you pull. You pull. You, you yep. know what you? I know what you did last summer. That's the that's yep. the one. That all, all the Obviously conspiracy films. All the conspiracy films you could source. You choose instead the Jennifer Love Hewitt vehicle. I know what you did last summer. Uh, wasn't Sarah Michelle Gellar also in that, or am I misremembering? Oh yeah, they both, Prince Jr. They were both in, but they yeah, that's true. I guess it was teen okay. heartthrob vehicle. And basically, yeah, it's like hey, these are these great teen actors. <laughs> well, let's kill them slowly and surely. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, the celebrities uh, are then assaulted by the townspeople uh, while they're just trying to have a nice game of badminton with Homer, uh, with also Homer uh, badmouthing Ron Howard because apparently Ron Howard is is, is bad at, at, at badminton. So, anyway, uh, the townspeople show up and, uh, you know, bad things happen. Yar, I love Splash, Mr. Howard. It was totally... Uh, yar. I miss Basinger. Those red pumps you wore in L.A. Confidential were fabulous. Where can I get a pair for my uh, mother? She wears a 12 double E. Alec, Alec, regarding that so-called silent propulsion system in the hunt for Red October, I printed out a list of technical errors which I think you'd enjoy discussing. So, yes, the townspeople do awful things to the celebrities by talking to them, asking them questions they couldn't possibly know, and just generally making it hard for them to, to go about their lives. Uh, the celebrities immediately realized that it was Homer who told, because why would they tell? Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're not stupid. Right. Uh, and, and, and Homer uh, basically gets indignant with them and says, you don't know what it's like. I, I, I'm out there, you know, <sighs> I forget that the... the, the 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 reasoning he uses, but he, he, I basically wanted to bask in the reflected glory is the only phrase I can remember. Uh, the celebrities, of course, are sad to see him go, but they, you know, the weird thing is they're not mean. If they had been mean about it, this might have been a little bit funny, but instead they're just disappointed in him. So it's sad all around. Uh, and then when Homer leaves, he is stoned by the, the townspeople because he is a nobody. Which that's started by Mo, so everyone else is content to ignore him. Mo wants to actually, you know, throw things at him because it's Mo. Uh, and with that, we go to commercial. Oh, um, yeah, it's We're almost there, Robbie. Two thirds of the way. Why is Krusty and Sideshow Mel in that crowd? Because they're only local celebrities. They're they're not as famous, I guess. I don't know. I yeah. I, there's a lot, and there, and that's the thing. There's a lot of very small details in this that feel on the surface level is very nitpicky, but they matter. Details matter, and the Simpsons have always, I, I mean, are largely have hewed pretty closely to making things make sense, and none of this makes sense. You know, not like why are the celebrities like not angry at Homer? Why, are, like, why are these people, especially like Krusty, like, why are they so obsessed with these two celebrities? Like, yeah, they're they are famous, but there's been famous people in town before, and they haven't gone to, they haven't resorted to throwing rocks at people. Like, it just feels incongruous. And that's it, a good word for it. I like it. Incongruous. That's, yeah. that's, that's a, it doesn't like for some reason, the celebrities in this episode are treated completely differently than celebrities in other episodes. And that's where it gets a little weird. Yeah. Like you think about like uh, Aerosmith and Flaming Moe's. Yeah. They're just hanging out. They're just hanging out. And Moe's just talking to them like they're normal people or, or like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, like and, and Flea screaming, hey, Moe. <laughs> Like just, like, it's, <laughs> it's just like very like nor they're treated like, Hey, they're celebrity, but they're in Springfield. And this acts like this show is, a, it is not, this doesn't feel like a Simpsons episode to me. And that, and that no. is like, it's a very big sin. When we come back from commercial, Homer is upset at the celebrities. He's eating a uh, dinner with the family and he misses the famous, the celebrity life. Oh, how could Alec and Kim just cut me out of their lives? Oh, you haven't touched your food. Well, when Kim makes a man, which she uses focaccia bread. And would it kill you to put some fennel in it? Alec Baldwin, wow, that is the coolest person you've ever been fired by. What was it like at their house? Oh, it was so great. I didn't have to fake it with them. I was actually excited to hear about their day. I watched the dog today. Was it the dog from the Beethoven movies? Of course. 
course not. Oh, our dog isn't famous, and you kids aren't exactly John and Joan Cusack. And you, you couldn't open a movie if your life depended on it. I'm about ready to ankle this family. Ankle? Vakasha? What are you talking about? See? It's like we don't even speak the same language anymore. The only one who understands me is that guy who married Martha Ray. Don't blame us, Dad. The celebrities are the ones who can you. Hmm, she may not be famous, but she's right. Those big shot stars used me up and spit me out. I did their laundry, got their pictures developed, took their garbage to the dump, and I still got a car full of their crap. Crap, eh? So, obviously Homer is being a complete jerk in this, but I would like to point out that uh, a man witch on a focaccia bread, that does sound pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, again, that's the other thing, like, I anything Homer could, like... I, I don't understand why we're rooting for Homer in this at all. And because he's being a jerk at every opportunity. He is. Yeah. He's being, he's being awful. And like his own family, like he's, this is the thing where like, if you want to have an episode about Homer, like tasting that life, like the fancy life with the, with access to rich things. And then having come back to a normal is normal suburban family life. I think that could be an interesting story. And I'm fairly certain they absolutely they do no, they've done that. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say I'm fairly certain there's been a couple episodes about that that have done it better, and they could do that. But instead, this becomes like a weird Looney Tunes cartoon versus with him versus uh, Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger. And how do you get back at the celebrities? Oh, you'll put up a, basically a paparazzi museum, a museum of Hollywood jerks, as it's called, and outside of their house, and invite uh, the the entire town to to visit step right up and see the world's greatest mobile collection of alec and ron and kimmerabilia oh, <laughs> only five no wait ten dollars you heard right twenty dollars hey it's alec baldwin's medical alert bracelet that's right mr tough guy can't handle a little penicillin oh and look at this we can't even pay our bills, and they're drinking Royal Crown Cola. Hey, hey, go easy on the celebrities, huh? Yeah, yeah what gives you the right? We love celebrities! Oh, yeah? What have they ever done for you? When was the last time Barbara Streisand cleaned out your garage? And when it's time to do the dishes, where's Ray Bulger? I'll tell you, Ray Bulger is looking out for Ray Bulger! Uh, um, I the Royal Crown, the RC Cola joke is good. I don't want to be. It, it was good. I mean, I guess back then was it as tired as it is today, or was this a new and fresh joke? That was. I don't know. I I don't. I can't remember anything older than this talking about RC Cola being royal. I mean, I I this is the first instance of it I remember. Okay, so it's not so bad then. Yeah, and I, I this next clip I think is exactly what. I mean, when I like, I think it perfectly demonstrates what this episode is. And it is, it is Kim and and Alec, uh, talking to each other about, uh, about Homer. Oh, look, wasn't that a fun weekend? Yeah. Homer was a pretty good guy. And we just tossed him out like a golden globe award. I've got to admit, I miss the way he used to tuck us in and kiss us on the forehead. Forehead? Oh, maybe I should have made this movie. 
Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, the script might even work if you got rid of the talking pie. What are you, crazy? It's a buddy picture. Without the pie, it would just be me on screen for two hours. Oh, yeah, and you'd hate that. No, 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 you can't lose the pie. The pie's your heart. Okay, okay, keep the damn pie. The point is, we weren't fair to Homer. He screwed up, but he deserves another chance. Yeah, everyone makes mistakes. I mean, we'd want another chance if one of us ever made a bad film, right? That is the hardest they go in on the celebrities in this episode. Yep. That joke about them ever making bad films. Uh, this scene, okay, one, we have all three people in this scene, all celebrity guest stars portraying themselves, all talking about Homer like he's Poochie. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're right. That is exactly what they're doing. And it, it like I watched it, I'm like, oh, that pretty much, yep. It's just every time he's not on screen. Everyone should be asking, where's Poochie? Everyone should be asking, where's Poochie? And that's exactly like, and Homer is Poochie. He's this obnoxious jerk that is not likable in this episode. And the celebrities have their own scenes by themselves. There's no one else. This is, there's no one from Springfield in this scene. Yep. Like, this show is called The Simpsons. And what happens is we have celebrities are the good guys. And Homer is the bad guy. Like... It feels like this is like it's giving the opposite, like everything in The Simpsons is about how life in small town America is and how these like weird small towns are, how they operate about these blue collar families like Homer and The Simpsons. And celebrities are always the outsider. They're always this weird thing intruding. And in this case, Homer is the intruder. But then the celebrities still love him. Like it doesn't make any like he's like this. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, I mean, you're making very valid points. That's the worst part of it. Yeah, I just... Like, it sounds like bitching, but it's not. I just... I, I don't want to go on too long. So, they they go out to... They, they want to go invite Homer back in. They want to be like, hey, you know, let's, let's hire Homer again. Let's make him our assistant again. We, we forgive him. Instead, they discover the... Um, the uh, to, they discover what Homer has done with the Museum of Hollywood Jerks. And we get a high-speed chase. Uh, which nothing says deep and insightful exploration of celebrity like high-speed chases. You know, that's not 100% wrong, but in this case, yes. So we get, we get a, a chase with Homer driving his museum, uh, the, the, the trio of the Hollywood jerks following them in a Humvee. They, we get Kim and Alec jump over to the RV, Ron Howard, is dead. I, he doesn't die, but they, they say he dies in the moment. And that is another moment of genuine. I did laugh at that when Ron just jumps over and then just freeze frames in the air and falls. That was successful on me. It worked. I laughed. Um, Kim does tell Homer that he just killed Ron Howard, which he didn't really kill Ron Howard. Ron Howard jumped off a car and then fell like that. I don't see how that's Homer's fault, but it doesn't matter like anything in this episode. <laughs> They all Homer pulls over the high speed chase is over and we go to court uh, where the, the court has a ruling about Homer's behavior. Mr. Simpson, do you have anything to say for yourself? Yes, I do. I believe that famous people have a debt to everyone. If celebrities didn't want people pulling through their garbage and saying they're gay, they shouldn't have tried to express themselves creatively. In closing, you people must realize that the public owns you for life. And when you're dead, 
You'll all be in commercials dancing with vacuum cleaners. Thank you, Your Honor. Mr. Simpson, you are forbidden to come within 500 miles of any celebrity, living or dead. Woohoo! So, it, that, that, I, and that, that ban, that, that definitely lasts. <laughs> Until the next time celebrities show up. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't last. Um, we also see this is the this this uh, actually episode has been referenced very lately because it is the it is the the uh, appearance of the billboard that shows Disney owning Fox. Oh yeah, hmm. well, so how prescient? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's you know another Simpsons prediction. Um, eventually, they'll all come true. <laughs> I mean, if you say enough things, eventually some of those things happen. I don't think Bart Simpson's ever going to be a Supreme Court justice, but it's not, oh, it still could happen. Oh. Just you wait. Uh, but I, Homer's, Just you wait. Homer's little monologue there about the nature of celebrity and how, yeah, like, yeah, we do subject these people who have just, you know, tried to – who have ha- happened to become famous. We subject them to all these terrible things and they don't they don't own themselves anymore. Like, that's another – like, that's very interesting. Like, that's – they could say something about that, but it, it's hard to reconcile that with the fact that they just had a high-speed chase with an <laughs> R- R- RV and a Humvee and they had – celebrities jumping and hanging on for dear life and homer's making jokes about rc cola like if you want to talk about like inc- it, it, i think it's another we're gonna get to this i think in a lot of these episodes like in these couple next seasons it's like they've done it better before like crusty episodes multiple crusty episodes have done this before have done what is being famous how do you reconcile with that like what is like think about crusty auctioning off all his stuff and like him, like people buying like parts of him for a quarter or something like that is more insightful than anything that happens in this episode. And that takes 10 seconds of that, of that crusty episode. We get to the end of the episode. Uh, and it is Ron Howard. The only thing I like in this episode, really, uh, stealing Homer's movie. And it grows to a powerful emotional climax when the father has to choose which one of his children will live and which one will die. Pass. What else you got? Uh, well, well, there is this one thing. It's about a killer robot driving instructor that travels back in time for some reason. I'm listening. Okay, okay. Well, you see, this robot, he's got a heartbreaking decision to make about whether his best friend lives or dies. Eh. His best friend's a talking pie. Sold! Howard, you've done it again. These happy days are yours and mine. These happy days are yours and mine. Happy days. That might be the best joke in the episode. I, it's pretty, I, it's, I, again, that, and that is another, like, that's a fun thing about, like, that's a joke about Ron Howard, like, it, our memories of him. I think, you know, I think of happy days. <laughs> I think of Ron Howard. I think of, like, oh, yeah, Richie, the Fonz. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, Richie and the Fonz. Thank you, Robbie. I yeah, appreciate yeah, that. The, the, I like it. Happy Days is great. I love Happy Days until everyone laughed. Yeah, I've never seen a whole episode of Happy Days. It's It follows the same kind of trajectory as that 70s show, which is, I think, very appropriate because they're the same thing. <laughs> they're the same show, basically. Pretty much. It's like, hey, this is the show in the 70s. This is the show in the... Uh... The 50s, yeah. This is, hey, this 50s, is a yeah. show made in the 70s about the 50s. Hey, this is a show about the 70s made in the 90s. It has the same kind of ensemble cast, has, uh, has, I don't know, there's not... So what you're saying is we're very close to getting the same thing with the, uh, the 90s? I mean, doesn't that show exist? It's on Netflix right now. Uh, everything sucks? 
Is that what? I thought that was animated. No, this is not animated. Everything sucks is live action. Regardless, that's how the episode ends. Uh, this episode's bad. Don't watch it. Yes, ignore it if at all possible. Just just get rid of it and say nope. I'm not doing this. Sorry. I, Peace out. I this is a this is a bad episode. It is not a Simpsons episode. It is. It has a lot of things that when people start talking about the downfall of the Simpsons, the decline of the Simpsons, zombie Simpsons, whatever you want to call it, it has a lot of it has. Me, jerky Homer. It also has Captain Wacky Homer. It has celebrities appearing them as themselves, and there's no meaningful reason for them. It's just they're here. We don't make fun of them. Actually, actually, they're kind of the heroes of this story. When I don't want that, you know, the whole nature of The Simpsons is kind of built upon a normal family, and then as the years goes by, that does shift and mutate, uh, like culminating kind of Homer's enemy. But doing this episode after Homer's enemy feels like sacrilege it feels like this is what like when people talk about how like bad the simpsons got this is one of those episodes people think about it and it and it i don't know it was kind of a bummer it's sad because you you see this as a kid and you're like oh it's it's not that good huh you go back and you hope and you pray you're like maybe this is i didn't remember this well because there have been a few episodes where i did not remember what it was really like and unfortunately, this is not one of those episodes. It's it's bad. It, it always has been bad. Everyone knew that way back when. It's just mm-hmm. uh, unfortunate. Well, well, don't say that, Matt. Well, okay. <laughs> people, are the, There are lots of dumb people out there. Maybe someone is a huge Alec Baldwin fan and loved this episode even then. Which I'm pretty sure you're going to approach me through the news groups. I, I, uh, I am going to. I, I don't. I have only watched this episode one time before this. I'd watch it exactly one time, and I've said, I don't like this. And I didn't watch it for a very – like, I'd always skip it when I rewatched Seasons. Uh, I, so this is my second time. It's still not good. Uh, it's – it is – I don't – like, there's a lot of opinions about, like, Season 10 taking The Simpsons off a cliff, basically. <laughs> and I don't think that's necessarily true because there are some Season 10 episodes that are good. Um I think Mike, most seasons, every season has some redeeming episodes. I'm not saying like even the worst seasons, which will be out soon, has some redeeming uh, episodes. This is, I don't know about season 10. We'll talk about it, I guess, after we finish the season. I think that we'll have a better idea. But it's a bad episode. If you haven't watched it, don't. It, like, it, it, it makes me, it may, it makes me angry, which <laughs> I, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that angry fan, but it is. It's it's not good. Uh, no submissions for this for my. Oh, let me. We'll rank it at the end of the show. Uh, no submissions for this for my favorite episode. Uh, if you have a favorite episode, simply submit it to showpod at gmail.com explaining why a certain episode is your favorite. And I'll read it when we get to there. Speaking of the news group, Matt. Do we have to? We do have to. Uh, we have to do that. Due diligence, Matt. It's very important. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Uh, Comstock News Group is where I comb through the old alt.tv distances and news group, see what people were talking about the week or two after an episode debuted. Um, despite the, I, I think the rep this episode has, it was mixed. Um, some people loved it. No worst episodes ever, however. You know, when you think back, like, Kate Fear got a worst episode ever. Well, that person obviously just was mentally disturbed in some way because there's there's just no way. I'm, I, I can see this episode. It, it seems very mediocre, and I, I, it's guaranteed not to offend anybody. Well, that's, I feel like yeah. 
it offends me. So, here, I'm gonna let me read off. I uh, let's read some. I have some of these reviews. Uh, gosh, is it me? Are these episodes getting better? I especially like Homer's dream opening, the scenes of the lake, and the superb ending. There were no needless running gags, and Homer as self defender is something I want to see for episodes to come. Overall, this episode receives an A. Another classic. Season ten looks excellent. Homer's Yogi Bear dream and the Museum of Hollywood Jerks alone make it worthwhile. My only complaint: the episode seemed like it went by too fast. Still, I give it a ten out of ten. Uh, I, like most people, have become disillusioned by The Simpsons in recent seasons. It just isn't very funny anymore. Tonight's episode totally blew me away. It was hilarious. The writing was top-notch. The guest stars actually had a part in the story. And everyone was in character. An incredible comeback for my once-again favorite show. Whew. That one, especially. Yeah. Mm. And then finally, this is my favorite one. Not half bad. While the premise is definitely out there, it was still funny. The best parts, surprisingly, involved the chatter between Basinger and Baldwin. No. Ron Howard was pretty funny, too. Homer, we're out of vodka. And that scene of Moe's was funny. Still, I hope this is a one-time deal. Not since Lisa the Vegetarian has star-sucking been so evident. Yeah. <laughs> so accurate. I've got some bad news for you, man. I'm sorry. I've got some bad news. Yeah. There's, <laughs> Thanks, Alan Moore. That's not... That actually is... Okay, it's a wrestling thing, man. It's okay. Um, sure. Another British man. But... It, do all your british men sound the same yeah basically i have one british accent uh i have high british accent and low british accent that's really where i go and they're not, it's not it's like calling a british accent it's probably pretty generous um but yeah there's gonna be a lot of <laughs> star sucking um and then someone amassed and i think this is actually really this is very helpful and it helped make me rationalize things in my mind a little bit about this episode about like, this episode treats these celebrities like, uh, you know, how, you know, like, wow, look at this celebrity. Like, isn't it crazy that they they are in Springfield and they're on the show? And it talks about how all, all the people have won as a list of all the people who have Oscars who have appeared on the show as themselves or as guest characters. And we have Dustin Hoffman, Elizabeth Taylor, Meryl Streep, Susan Sarandon, Helen Hunt, Rod Steiger, Anne Bancroft, Ernest Borgnine, Kim Basinger, uh... Brinko Starr, the, the entirety of the Beatles, uh, Cloris Leachman, Bob Hope, Mel Brooks, Mickey Rooney, Kirk Douglas, and Jack Lemmon. And not, obviously, a lot of those people appeared as guest characters. Uh, other times, they appeared as themselves. Mel Brooks, Mickey Rooney, um, Bob Hope. Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. All appeared as themselves. All of them won, won Oscars, you know, the epitome of their craft. And no crowds around their houses or... Nope. No. Just, it's just inconsistency. It doesn't make any, like, it, it, and I feel like so many people are like, it's not, it's, you can't judge The Simpsons by continuity, but I'm like, I can judge it by the overall theme of the show. Like, I can say, oh, well, they never, never treated celebrities like this before, and then suddenly they do. And it makes, it, it makes it strange. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Listener question of the week this week is what is the most underrated Treehouse of Horror segment? Uh, lots of good answers. Uh, I, I appreciate them all. Thank everyone who takes the time. Uh, first from Rufus, life's a glitch and then you die. It's honestly the only time I've ever laughed at Tom Arnold outside of True Lives. And of course, the great <laughs> line between Lisa and the shuffle guard. Uh, now you're going to have to make a difficult choice. You can only bring one parent with mom. Lisa, yeah, Lisa's, I mean, that's, if you're picking a parent between Marge. Marge is the one to take. Yeah, Marge is the one to take. Um, Sean, the parody of Harry Potter was pretty well done. I wouldn't have mind that actually having ballooned out into a full episode. I agree. I think that 
Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't done that, honestly. Uh, AJ Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. Probably my favorite after the shinning. Always liked alternate realities and dream worlds, and Willie is on his A game here. Uh, Dom, when I was a kid, Donald Z for Zombies would always be the segment I was most looking forward to during the Halloween season. In my adult years, I was surprised to see how many fans only thought it was average. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to have to go with King Homer. It's a hilarious take on the classic movies. Too many moments to even mention. Candy Apple Island. I think women and seamen don't mix. My personal favorite is Burns trying to throw the gas bomb at Homer. Uh, I was strolling through the grass, the gas one day. Uh, Joseph, <laughs> I have to go with the Omega Man, mostly because it has the one Simpsons joke I laughed at the hardest when I first saw it. Little Bart, little Lisa, little Marge, and the rest. And the rest. <laughs> and the rest. That's pretty good. Uh, Jason, excuse me, I'm John Smith. John Smith, 1882. My mistake. Another Dowsy for Zombies. Uh, Jessica, well, my favorite has always been The Raven. I don't think a lot of people talk about it as a great segment. And then Angela chimes in. It is mine, too. And The Raven, I think it is. Uh, it's very memorable because it's. I think it sets the tone for Joseph Harden very well. Uh, Lauren at El Columbia 88. I know what you diddly idly did is a more can't be underrated one in my book, if only for Homer's gross negligence of a dead body when throwing Ned's body yes. off the roof. I laugh every time when he goes, hey, Maud, diddly. I'm having fun with my pal Homer. Diddly. <laughs> uh, Steven at Stephen K. Mark. House of Wax. Pierce Brosnan is amazing. This is Constable Wigan. We'll be right there. Remove your knickers and wait in the bath. I can't. I'm not going to try to do a Pierce Brosnan because I can't. Uh, Zach at Zach Kowalski. I actually really like the Dolphins takeover segment. Day of the Dolphin, I think. That was good. I like the Dolphin one, too. Uh, Caroline Karolinski. I'm not 100% sure if it's underrated, but the Monkey's Paw episode always cracks me up. The turkey's a little dry. Oh, God. The turkey's a little dry. Uh, employee Million O. Benjamin. King Homer, just because it's black and white doesn't mean it's lifeless. Uh, Cody at Coast McGoats. The devil and Homer Simpson. The, this chair be high, says I. Uh, and finally from Alex. Uh, I would say Raven or Bad Dreamhouse from Treehouse 1 are underrated. They don't get mentioned off of the favorite segments and are quite good for being first-time Halloween segments. Raven segment was my first remembered exposure to Poe. I think it's a lot of people's, honestly. It's probably like, you know, I probably saw the, that before I ever read Poe. And I was a creepy yeah. kid, so... Well, <laughs> I, I would that have, is accurate. I would have read Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, what's your answer, Matt? I'm going to have to go with Frankenstein uh, from Treehouse of Horror 4. I'm surprised no one picked that one. It, it's basically Frankenstein, uh, but it is uh, Professor Frank's father uh, who is the monster. And rather than Frank uh, as Dr. Frankenstein going out and getting the parts, uh, the monster takes it upon himself to improve himself by getting his own parts, uh, which I thought was an interesting spin. And uh, I love the uh, the joke. Uh comic book guy's ass won't fit in coach <laughs> poor, that was cool pork the one very few moments that i actually feel bad for comic book guy yeah uh mine is uh i i looked through all the listings and the one that stood out to me was chess of horror 19s it's the grand pumpkin millhouse yes oh it's a good one which you got the peanut peanuts parody uh you get a millhouse focused thing which you don't a lot, and you get it's you get you eat the unborn. Yeah, that's really it's really good. Uh, the the turns from the the grand the what the reveal of the grand pumpkin and then the reveal of Tom Turkey and, and as this other also terrible thing. I actually I, it's one of the my probably my favorite latter day Chills at Heart segments. Um, I'm surprised it took them that long to do uh like a direct Peanuts parody, but it's my favorite. Uh, next week's question: What is your favorite celebrity appearing as themselves? You know, I was going to ask if we'd done that one, but uh, we might have. It's quite possible. We're at episode two hundred and ten, <laughs> I think two hundred eight, two hundred seven. We're in we're in the two hundreds, man. It's a long. It's we've been doing this for years now. Uh, so I don't remember if we've done it before. If we have, it's 
we get get give some human people a chance to to answer the question. That's always uh, uh, one of the uh, love it the uh, benefits of if we end up do reason questions. It's you know sometimes people didn't get a chance when we first uh, did them. Um, regardless, if we did before. What is your favorite celebrity appearance as themselves? I'll post this question on all our social media, facebook.com slash the Simpsons Show Pod, uh, Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod, and you can email us at Simpsons Show Pod at gmail.com. Uh, guess what, Matt? What's that? It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S M R T. I mean, S M A R R T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. Um,. I haven't looked at the tally. I think we're. I think I'm ahead by one point. I want to say. Goodness gracious me! Um, give, start us off, man. Give me an easy question. All right, easy question for you. Should be very easy for you. What oh. is Mr. Burns's phone greeting? Oh, hey, hey. In you are absolutely correct. <laughs> it's which was the what? that was the. It's, I think we've said this before. It's a nice thing. It's a, that's what uh, Alexander, Alexander Graham, Graham Bell, Bell would say. Yeah. And it's, he wanted that to be the official phone uh, way to answer the phone. It's too many syllables. Gotta go with the hello. Yeah, hello is nice. Uh, my questions are all from up? Flaming Moe's, Matthew. Ooh, okay. Your easy question. What is the secret ingredient of the Flaming Moe? I believe it would be cough syrup. That is correct. Plain, ordinary, over-the-counter children's cough syrup. Non-narcotic. Non-narcotic. <laughs> I mean... That's something I, you had to specify back in the day. I was going to... Well, I mean, I, you have to specify it now. Um, That's true. With... People drinking lean and codeine and stuff. Uh, what's my medium question? All right, so your medium question. How long did Flanders work in his previous profession before starting the Leftorium? Oh, God. I have also, 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 he, uh, I did get some, I got a comment about, he didn't say he was a pharmacist. He said he was left the, far, the, the in the pharmaceutical the, industry. The yes, pharmaceutical yes. industry. He's not necessarily a pharmacist, but I will, I, I think that's, I think being a pharmacist is fine. I like, I can't even, like him being a pharmacist is more like makes more sense to me than him being like a pill salesman or something for a big yeah. company. Um, how long? Three years. Ooh, I'm sorry. 10 years, right. 10 years. He had to wear the noose. Okay. I don't remember. Uh, in flaming Rose, uh, Patty and Summer show a, a slideshow of a vacation. Where did they visit on their vacation? There's actually quite a few of them. I want to say it's the Dead Sea in this particular one. Cause I, I'm pretty sure I remember in that episode, Selma can't float in the Dead Sea. Sorry, you're incorrect, Matt. Oh, which one was it? Czechoslovakia. Oh, they have a different episode. Yeah, Dead Sea, I believe it yeah. is. I believe that's... Um, oh, is that the one where they go to Duff Gardens? Is that after they go? Before they Maybe. go to Duff Gardens? They, they have a lot of slideshows is what they we're They do have a lot of slideshows. Okay, um, what's my hard question? All right, so your hard question. Who does Bart see on the escalator and Bart gets hit by a car? You mean riding the escalator with him or from the escalator? From the escalator. Okay. Um, is it just one? or is the, I, I, I thought he saw multiple people. There are multiple. Yeah, I thought so. Um, I want to say Snowball 1 is there, and he sees great-grandpa Simpson, and who else would it be? I think there's three. There's always rules of three. Um, let's say Snowball one. Comedy great, comes in rules of three. Yeah, great grandpa, great grandpa Simpson, and um, hmm, like a goldfish or something. I don't remember. Uh, I'm sorry. It is Great Aunt Hortense. Great Aunt Hortense. Is it the other two? Are right? Mm -hmm. The other two are correct. Yes. So I get two out of three points, right? 
No, no. If you're not going to give that to me, I'm not going to give that to you. You got to be more lenient with me, Matt, because I'm bad. <laughs> but you're winning so far. I've, I've, I have developed a system. Mm-hmm. Okay, your hard question. In Flaming Moe's, uh, Moe hires a waitress. Uh, there is a sign on the mirror in the bar, waitress wanted. There's another sign underneath that sign. What does it say? Oh, hmm. I believe it is uh, bartenders do it till you barf. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> How did you get that? God. <laughs> Because that is disgusting. That's how I remember that. Oh, man. And also because she says, uh, um, no, beneath that drollery. Man, you got it. Remember, if it's something they say, I'm probably going to remember. I don't remember that they said it. I thought they just showed it. I didn't think about them saying it. Uh, Okay. Matt gets it right. Pulls into the lead. Goodbye. Goodbye, lead. It was nice knowing you. But hey, you got a, you got a system now, so you'll totally get it back next yeah, week. Yeah, my system didn't work. The system has failed me. All right, man, I've got some bonus questions for you. All right. These are from John. Uh, based on TV shows or films that are shown at the start of Simpsons episodes, can you name the show based on the episode? Oh, God. No, probably not. <laughs> okay, so Homer's Triple Bypass. What does it start with? Homer's Triple Bypass. Ooh, um, I mean, I don't remember the show. I remember the TV commercial. So, no, I, I can't remember anything else. Bad cops, bad cops. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, and Maggie makes three. You're gonna kick I want to say that's Nightboat. That is Nightboat. You're correct. I was going to say. Okay. Uh, Grandpa for sexual inadequacy. I had no idea. Good time slim, Uncle Doobie, and the great Frisco freakout starring Troy McClure. The $1971,000 oh, movie. Right, because they're getting intimate at the beginning, and Homer has only seen that movie twice before. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kate Fear. I'm so bad at these. Jeez. Uh, let's see. How does Kate Fear start? I got nothing. Up Late with McBain. Oh, that's right. The talk show. Uh, Day of the Jackanapes. Day of the Jackanapes. Wait, what episode is Day of the Jackanapes? I don't remember. <laughs> Neither do I. Jeez. Oh, that's... Um, hmm. I want to say it's another Sideshow Bob one. It is a Sideshow Bob episode, yeah. But they're watching the the show they're watching is the show that ends up supplanting. It, me Wanty is the name, Matt. You're not gonna. Oh, that's right. It's the, the how I how I a, uh, the, the millionaire. Yeah, the trip off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Missionary yeah. Impossible. Oh, uh, uh, is it Do Shut Up? Is that, that the one he's watching? Is it's it's PBS. It is okay. Do Shut Up. Yes. Uh, Krusty gets canceled. Oh, Krusty gets canceled. Mm-hmm. They're not watching Krusty. <laughs> no. Uh, I got nothing, though. No idea. Springfield Squares. They're watching. Oh, that's right. Uh, Marge for single seniors, childless couples, and teens and gays. I have. That is way too late in the series for me to know it that well. <laughs> the Gator Bader. Oh, God. I really got to start watching these older seasons. Finally, Lisa on Ice. Oh, um, the Ten Commandments. Action News. Action News. That's right. Ah, the last place ever an impressional cake can go for TV violence. It's true. It's true. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. The segment we had every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever. It's the part of the show Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. So uh, about that um, uh, Homer's Odyssey, huh, Robbie? It's 
Okay, let's say this. It's, Simpson Tide is 188. Is it worse than Simpsons Tide? Yeah, it's it's worse than Simpson Tide. It's definitely okay, just making sure. It's definitely. I, I agree. I I it's. I wasn't. I I don't know. When I I can't. I'd rather watch any of these episodes again. I'd rather like it, like all our like the lowest episodes in the list are all mostly from season one. You know, when the Simpsons, they're still trying to find their way. The animation was bad. Mm-hmm. The voices were weird. The writing was sitcommy at times. But at the heart, they're at least they're like they're charming, and they like they have yeah. they have a lot of like they feel like rough around the edges, and in a in a kind of a good way, like they feel like yeah, it's it's rough and weird, but it I can see my like I can see the show that it becomes in there, like you can see the DNA. That I can't see that in this episode. I watched this episode; it has the characters from The Simpsons in it, but it doesn't feel like this isn't a Simpsons episode. This is no. It, it's just about the celebrities. It's about Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger, and I don't care. Like I don't care about them. I don't care about this version of them. I don't care about their real life version. I don't care. Like I, I want to see a show about the Simpsons or about the townspeople in Springfield. I don't want Homer to be a villain. I don't want them the celebrities to be heroes. If you're gonna do a celebrity story, have that which they Bart gets famous. I can name like I've named like six other episodes that have done things similar to this that have, that have touched on fame and and the idea of it and of losing it and all of that stuff and those concerned actual members of the show not celebrity guest stars who actually are like just get like twenty minutes of like say to about Lady Gaga like at least that show I don't feel like that show is trying to make is it that show knows what it is the episode at least I yeah can, I'll give it that. This show episode feels like oh yeah like it's about Homer. I'm like which what which version? This isn't Homer to me. This isn't this is a different. This is Captain Wacky. This is Poochie. This is not Homer. Like you are making fun of this. You were parodying this two seasons ago, <laughs> and now you're just doing it. And that like it is a reason why like at, like it's these episodes like that we're gonna get a run of episodes like this, and it's the reason people stop watching the show. Yeah. I mean, this this is basically when people point to how bad the Simpsons got. This is what they point to. Yeah, like, and if like people ask the question, when did the Simpsons jump the shark? Which I don't like that term really because I feel like it. It like I I don't want to say this point of no return because there's good episodes after this. But if you want to, if you ask me to point at a very specific episode to say this is when it starts, where you don't know if you're gonna get. Like any of the episodes before this, even like, you know, Simpson Tide and, and other like episodes in season nine that we were like cr- critical of. Life on the Fast Lane, Relty Bites. Not Life on the Fast Lane, that's season one. Relty Bites, uh, Simpson Tide, um, Cartridge Family, which some people love. So that's, you know, that's just us. But those are episodes I have I have criticism of. But they feel, they still like have some semblance of feeling like Simpsons episodes. And they're not bad. You know, they're just like, have weird stuff and then they fail in what they're trying to do. This is what I, this is what I will point at. This is, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not principal and the popper. It's not like, Hey, it's a card cut off at the beginning of season 10. It's right here. When you dish upon a star, it's when the Simpsons, you don't know what you're going to get. Like you could watch season seasons two through nine, basically definitely season eight. And you go, I could watch any episode at any time and just turn on the, the syndicated episodes. I know I'm going to get something fun. may not be my favorite, but it's something that will give me a new thing. I like it a lot because it's The Simpsons. This is this breaks it. This goes, oh, they make 
bad ones. This is the first bad episode. It's the worst episode so far. I don't, I can't, I can't even like argue. Like I I, I thought about it for like half a wow. second. I'm like, it's definitely Homer's Odyssey is better than this. Homer's Odyssey is like, maybe like, it's, it's about the family. At least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like, it's weirdly focused. It has the jokes. I don't think don't land very well. It has Homer like thinking about committing suicide, but it is about the family. It is about like this, like it feels, still feels like a Simpsons episode. This is, I can't, I can't, I can't fathom this being anywhere but last place. Yeah, I mean, looking at at these these episodes, and I'm like, I would watch any one of these rather than watch this again, even Homer's Odyssey. So yeah, I I think we have it. New worst episode. New worst episode. When you dish upon a star. I don't. The worst thing is, I don't think it's gonna stay there. No, no, there isn't. I don't think though. I think I'll. I when I was I've been saying for many seasons now that it will be replaced. I was not thinking about this episode in particular, but. I think when you dish upon a star will be eventually replaced. So when you dish upon a star now, one ninety five on our list, last place, new last place, number one on the list is still Homer's enemy. Um, what's our next episode, Matt? Our next episode is Lisa gets an A. At least we're going up from here. Nope, that's not correct, Matt. Oh, sorry, Doan in the wind. My bad. My you, bad. You skipped one. I did. I so we're going a little bit up, a little, little bit up. I think though, I, I don't know, Doan in the wind. I have better memories of it has george carlin in it so there's that that's true um that'll be next week uh you can find this list and links to everything on our website it's the simpsonshow.com uh facebook and twitter and our rss feed and our patreon if you want to help us out uh give us uh some support i think that'll do it for us thankfully uh for this episode you can find me on Twitter, at Robbie Dorman. And please check out my other podcast, Hands Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books and the serial fanaticists. It's about lots and lots and lots of different nerdy things. I encourage you to check it out. Matt does not participate in social media unless a certain level of Patreon backer, you will not find him. Uh, that is correct. However, I have been experimenting with pheromones. Uh, and uh, so, you know, if, if you want to, you know, get me a message, all you have to do is send somebody covered in said pheromones my way, and I'll probably pick up the gist of the message. So, you know, just... Send a whole bunch of uh, pheromone-laced envelopes anywhere in Orlando. I'll pick it up eventually. I don't. You shouldn't be encouraging people to send chemicals through the mail, basically, Matt. Well, they're not really chemicals. They're more like biological components. Isn't that? I feel like we're splitting hairs. Fine. Send people covered in pheromones. <laughs> oh. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching the Simpsons. Maybe. Shh.